Welcome to Telling the Tale. It's the podcast in which we cover every single Telltale video game. I'm your host, Mitchell Farley-Wolf, and I'm joined today, as always, by Dustin Jacks. Hey, Dustin. Hello, Mitchell. How are you doing today? Uh, what, what's that? There's this little, like, thing I'm trying out. Okay. You feel good about it? No, I think I'm going to stop it there. All right. Nip that one in the bud. Uh, speaking of nipping in the bud... Today's episode is Game of Thrones Episode 5, A Nest of Vipers, released on July 21st, 2015, directed by Jason Latino, designed by Chris Hawkabout, Matt Bolland, and Michael Kirkbride, and written... Hawkabout? He's been in a lot of these. Are you just now paying attention? It's just a good name. Okay, okay. It just really struck me this time. I'm nervous that you haven't been here for the when I do this in the past. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. The, I've I've had my stand-ins do most of the series. This is maybe my like third episode. And written by Megan Thornton and Brad Kane. So your third which are the other two? Which ones were you here for? Um, I think it was here for like one of the CSIs. One of the cases? And, and maybe, yeah, yeah, like one of the episodes. <laughs> Oh, okay. So you didn't just <laughs> we like, trade teamed. out during an yeah, episode. <laughs> no, we tag teamed. He, I think, my stand-in took over for like one of them, and I kept it. I came in when he needed to drive his niece to lacrosse. Okay, I will say that if you're those ones, you're not the best Dustin that I've had yeah. on the show. Yeah, the other one was Wallace and Gromit episode three. There, we've have we have like a hundred. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's two of you and you've done four of them between you yeah okay no i said there's no you misunderstand there's three of us okay and then so the third one did about 95 of them i i let them handle the rest okay yeah they might be better they might be the one that i actually just want to have the whole time but uh well you got me for game of thrones episode five well I have you for Game of Thrones episode 5, so let's really explore our dynamic here as we talk about what I think is the penultimate episode of Game of Thrones, a Telltale series. I, You know what? I think it's the penultimate episode as well, because it's the second to last one. Did you learn the word penultimate from a series of unfortunate events like I did? I think I knew it before that. Um, maybe I did. I'm sure I picked it up somewhere. Yeah, it's definitely one of those words that people go like, you know what this word means. (laughs) (laughs) Second to last, baby. Yeah, it's a a fun word to to know. Remember that fishing town in that movie? With like the house on the cliff? And it was like... Oh, yeah. (laughs) I already forgot we were talking about a series of unfortunate events. Yes, I do remember the fishing town. I think about that house, like, a lot. You like that house. Yeah, we've talked about that house. Yeah, I I just like the vibe of that area. Just that it's... Do you specifically want to be on the cliff, or just that you just like the house? Well, I mean, I just like that vibe of the town. I don't necessarily need to be in the house that's going to fall and die. Yeah, you you like the the sort of foggy, maybe New New England-ish, Liverpool-ish? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I've I've always been a fan of that. Yeah, that's fun. It's all it's always uh it's always gray and dreary and people don't actually <laughs> like their lives that much. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you you'd have to get really into fish 
And I mean yeah. uncooked fish. But not I don't sushi. know if I <laughs> I don't think I could do it. Yeah, that is that is a, a big barrier. How about this episode of Game of Thrones? How what did you think of it? Yeah. Um I don't know. Okay. How I felt it I don't think it did anything wrong. But I also f- just felt like it didn't leave much of an impression. It, it kind of felt like, at points, it was like, okay, we got to get shit rolling now. Mm-hmm. But in a way that didn't really feel natural, like, uh, spoilers, jumping ahead a little, when uh, Finn dies. Finn died for me. I guess he didn't for you because he didn't go with you. Um, He's stabbed. Okay. By... So, you know that part where you're attacked? Are they called the White Walkers? They are White Walkers, yeah. Yeah, so they finally show up. Boy, so Adam was watching me, and he chimes in. He says, this is just The Walking Dead. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Game, I of, Game of Thrones has White Walkers in it. It has uh, snow right, zombies. Right, but when it... Right, but it... I couldn't disagree. It really did just feel like, oh, now we're playing The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And it really did, which is fine. But yeah, so uh, Finn tries to save you, but he gets speared to death by one of them. And it's like, just as it felt like something out of The Walking Dead season two, episode four, like he dies and is stabbed and then it's just not brought up again. Interesting. Yeah, that. Well, I think that's the me, last I don't time have Finn around and we all just kind of survive. Yeah, I think. I think that's the last part with Garrett in that episode. You play as some of these characters so little in this one. Um, so I think Finn died, and then we just don't go back to them to see how they feel about it. Yeah, so this is this is one of those things where I think maybe an established Game of Thrones knowledge base is very helpful um, in, in just knowing how to feel about White Walkers. Mm-hmm. Um, individually, they are not very scary. I mean, they, they can take an average person for sure, but any protagonist that we're following is an above average fighter and uh, has some like brain power and stuff. So we're going to throw right, them into the fire, just sort of deal with them. Right. Uh, but there's so many, and everyone that dies north of the wall... Eh, Everyone that dies, I think, in a certain place uh, becomes a White Walker. And Okay. Um, the, the, every, you know how every house has a sigil and a motto? Right. Um, the, the words of House Stark. Iron from Ice. Yeah, Iron from Ice is the, uh, the Forester stuff. The words for House Stark is Winter is Coming. And mm-hmm. that's, that's sort of like the whole thrust of the show of like, hey... These White Walkers are coming. And no one actually... No one south of the Wall even believes they exist. Um, so, like, as soon as we went north of the Wall, I was thinking, oh, we'll we'll see White Walkers. And it'll be a okay. surprise for Garrett because uh, he does not believe or know about them at all. Uh, He'll be like, White Walkers? Who could have seen those coming? Yeah. Mitchell, I got a question for you. Yeah. What would, you, what would your saying be? Hmm. I'm sorry. I'll just, I'll just get in there. <laughs> like that's pretty similar to mine. Moving past people at, like a my, movie my, theater aisle. 
Right. That that's similar to mine in that it's not very exciting. Yeah, it was the, the only one I could come up with. The only one I could come up with was, "Hey, you put that down." <laughs> <laughs> I like that one a lot. That's great. What do you what do you imagine they're holding? Um, it could be anything. It could be like an apple. Like usually it's something you want them to put down. Like an apple? Yeah, like if they take one of your apples without asking. Hey, you, like you put that down. Asked, it, yeah, if they asked, you wouldn't be saying it. Yeah, Dustin of House Appleseed always asking people <laughs> hey, to put their apples down. You put that down. You have to say it like sternly in a stern warning. I'm I'm imagining it being printed in like Game of Thrones script and it just says, hey, those are my apples. House Jackson. <laughs> and it's taken very seriously. <laughs> we always say that in the north. It's It just plays like a normal Game of Thrones story. It's just like the stupidest thing you can say. Hey, Dustin, I'm getting on a boat to leave you forever. Iron for mice. Those are my apples. Hey, those are my apples. And I like pound my chest. <laughs> How do you like them apples actually would be a great family saying. <laughs> that'd be so good. Yeah, that'd be great. That's, That's the one I want, actually. How do you like them apples? What would your um what would your sigil be? Your the sign of your house, the the, the image. Um, for Appleseed? No, for you. <laughs> for, for you, Dustin Jackson, real person. Oh, for me. Um. You see, I'm a, I'm a little railroaded into wolf, I think. It's gotta be a wolf. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe like a cool Bigfoot. Okay. I, what makes him cool? Sunglasses? Um, he's like, uh, he has a can of spray paint. Ooh, Okay. I think that would be a good one. And like his butt's hanging out. Yeah, that'd be great. He's like looking over his shoulder at you. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the like lower his glasses. He does have sunglasses, actually. I've decided for you. Yeah. He's he's like you. looking over the top of his sunglasses. That'd be great. I think I gotta draw that now. Yeah, it's like it goes really well with uh the foresters having a tree and the Starks having <laughs> the dire wolf and the Lannisters having a lion. Yeah, they didn't even think to go for Bigfoot. Yeah, the Boltons have a flayed man, which is just uh That's not fun. Rude. I don't even want to look at that. Well, speaking of, we had to look at it. Yeah, that's true. We did have to do exactly that in this episode very early on. They flayed and murdered Arthur Glenmore. Um my wife, your friend's brother. My wife. And my wife. Uh yeah, Roderick's fiance's in in my game, brother. Yes, um, for me, she's just kind of a friend. He was also known as Quiver, and uh, right, yeah, no, his his whole insides got taken out by Ramsey. Yeah, I felt a I felt a little bad because once he was there, I kind of had to remind myself who he was first. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, oh, yeah, this guy. Oh no. Yeah, you see, you're not emotionally invested in the Glenmores like I am because I'm. I am yeah, he's married. not my brother-in-law. Yeah, he is. He's my brother-in-law, and I was so mad, so mad like, at Ramsey. Who are you? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a dick move either way. So Ramsey is, um, like, the last episode ended 
on the reveal that Ramsey is there at Ironrath with Talia and Ramsey is like in a position to do you a lot of harm. Right. So the um yeah, yeah, the turnaround here is that Ramsey's saying, "Hey, look, Roderick, you've disrespected me. You've done things behind my back." You they it kind of does station wagon guy a little bit of like listing specific choices you've made, but yeah, well, that'll come more into play even later, too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Um, and he's just like, for all of these reasons, I can't make you pay your Lord Forrester, even though he had no problem killing Ethan when he was Lord Forrester. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna just gut Arthur like a fish on a on a cross real quick. <laughs> yeah, you 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 don't mind, do you? And uh. He makes Talia watch, which is a very Walking Dead kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very Walking Dead season two situation. And yeah, uh, like, like Carver. It's gross, and it's not great. Yeah, it's it's hard to watch. Yeah, he's got all these cuts all over him. Ew. Yeah, and then he like did one final slash across the stomach, found all the secret organs that you're not supposed to know about. <laughs> Ooh. And and Arthur immediately died of embarrassment. <laughs> oh, he wasn't supposed to see my secret organs. Yeah. The only thing I can do now is die. <laughs> uh I think Ramsey is pretty fun in this episode. Yeah, I mean he it's kind of like uh oh, what was it? sometimes you just get that character who's just like such an asshole like yeah. so bad that it makes them entertaining yeah and that is that is ramsey in this show as well like that's yeah. i think of everyone who returned from the show um john snow daenerys and cersei are they did great jobs but they're all kind of there um it's marjorie and especially ramsey who i think are like bringing it in this video game i th- i They're think really i agree it. with that like it's hard for me to tell since i'm not as familiar with the show but they are doing a good job oh Tyrion's doing great too Tyrion's great um but yeah. like ramsey's real i i really feel that um i think this guy was excited to across. do a video game yeah 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 he does a great job yeah the the guy who plays ramsey by the way um don't know if you'll know this, but in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they uh, they briefly made an attempt to make Inhumans a thing. Mm-hmm. They did a uh, one season of an ABC show about Inhumans. It did not get a second season. It's like the only failed branch of the MCU, really. Right. Um, and um, the guy who plays Ramsey is in that show as like the one Inhuman that never got a power. Oh, yeah, that's good. So so you're familiar with him. Yeah. Um, and also because he played Ramsey on Game of Thrones. <laughs> I can see how you, you'd be familiar with him because of that as well. Yeah, that was actually the main one. Uh, he's, he's a bad guy <laughs> in both of those shows. Um, but I, I think a more relatable bad guy in, in humans than in Game of Thrones, where he's like the most sadistic arch villain of all time. He's just like... He's like a cartoon character. Yeah, he's definitely like a cartoon character. And I think it's fun 
that Telltale leaned into like, we can make Ramsey even more of a cartoon character in a video game. He's going to be goofy. Yeah. Um, he He's goofy evil, like just cutting people up for, yeah. for sports. Uh, in the show... Yeah, just for the hell of it. In the show, he's, I think, a, a, a less love-to-hate-him kind of guy and more just like a hate-him kind of guy because um, he's like forced people to sleep with him against their will and has commanded his dogs to eat people alive he's like a real bad guy and in the game uh they they definitely take that vibe and i think they implied some stuff with him and talia although they didn't uh confirm that right i it's hard to say whether or not it actually happened but you can read into it in that way yeah, and I think that's the intention of the writing, too. They they want to make you think, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that probably happened, but Talia <laughs> might never talk about that in her entire life. Right, and who can blame her? Yeah. Um, it, it would be much more likely, in fact, if uh, if Ramsey talked about it, <laughs> just to, to gloat about it, because that's the kind of guy he is. Right. But, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a great love-to-hate-him kind of guy in this game. Um, he's also sort of, like untouchable you have both because he's a character from the show and not the game but like Mm. you know as roderick forrester you can't do much about ramsey yeah what are you gonna do he's gonna come and kick your cane out of your hand yeah so at one point uh ramsey gives roderick a knife and puts it to his own throat and says hey if you want to kill me just kill me but i bet you fucking won't and I bet you won't. I'm from the TV show. Yeah, I... Did you try to kill him? I didn't. I didn't either. Um, I should have tried. Because, like, I knew he was going to be alive later. Because he, he doesn't die here. Right. Maybe it would have given you, like, one of those game overs, like, last episode. That you just get if you make the wrong choice. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, In fact, I bet that is what it is. Like... You you swipe it. Ramsey does die, but then all of Ramsey men, Ramsey's men, just like kill you. Yeah, they just fill you with arrows. Yeah, I'm sure that's what happens. Like you can't, you can't kill him. He he's got other stuff to do in the story. That right. you know, it really hangs on the story of this video game. That like, I know what happens to Joffrey and Marjorie and Ramsey. And uh, Daenerys and Tyrion. Like, I know what happens to these people. They're using them a little too right. much to make that not matter. Yeah, it it it, it kind of holds it back when you just know, okay, well, I know nothing's going to happen to this character. Yeah. Like, nothing interesting can happen because they got to be around for the show. So, like, not only do they have to live, but you can't do anything that moves them out of that role. Yeah. Yeah. Uh which is too bad. Yeah. It's why I'm it's why I'm kind of looking forward to when we get to Batman since I think that's more supposed to be like specifically this is Telltale's version of Batman. We can do whatever we want with these characters. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It's like so many versions of Batman an entirely new version of Batman. You can't yeah. really do that. Maybe you can do it with Game of Thrones, but you like it's not these aren't characters in a sandbox it's the order of events and what happens to these characters that really make game of thrones what it is so you can't yeah 
can't just say like, oh, in in this Game of Thrones, the Joker was Robin, and <laughs> yeah, it's like we were saying the other episode. Not only can nothing happen to these big show important characters, but that means like all the characters for this game really can't be like that important in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, like, they they kind of have to keep them on the down low. You can save your house or not. That's the that's kind of the maximum of what we're talking about. Because the foresters are new for this game, the White Hills are new for this game. Um, yeah, people like Cotter and his sister, though they're new. Um, that's true. That's true. Beska and the slaves at Essos. The the we'll talk about those people. The the slave fighting pit people uh, were huge in this episode. Yeah, and uh, I, I didn't they, they think were they new. were gonna be. You didn't think they were gonna be. No, I thought we were just done here. Yeah, Daenerys really did not come through on... Yeah, actually, let's just move to that. <laughs> let's talk that about really, that right that, now. That really pissed me off. Yeah, this is weird. This is a weird portrayal of Daenerys to me. Um. Okay, so... During the last episode... Someone... One of your party kills this uh, slaver that used to enslave Beska. And it's a big reveal right. that Beska used to be a slave, and she was one of the most successful slaves in the fighting pit. She killed a bunch of other slaves because she was forced to. It's a bad memory for her. She hates it. Um, mm-hmm. And because you killed this slaver, um, like, outside of the time that was supposed to be done, and because Daenerys doesn't think that you were ever this person's slave, um, she's really mad about it because that was just not how it was supposed to go. And you have the option that... to tell Daenerys about whether or not Beska was a slave, but Beska does not want you to tell her. Right. So you just have to let her be pissed off about it? Yeah, I guess you just have to let her be pissed off about it. Uh, I so, I didn't so that's tell not... her for, for concern of my friendship with Beska. See, I didn't tell her because it never came up, because I didn't let her kill him in the last episode. Oh. Oh, okay. So why is Daenerys mad at you? Uh, she wasn't mad at me. Oh, okay. She wasn't mad at me at all. Yeah, so she told me to tell her exactly if anything went down that shouldn't have, and because she got a report from it before, so I guess she's just testing to see if you're honest or whatever. And so I didn't remember anything going wrong, so I had oh. Asher just say, Oh, so no, you actually everything forgot. Went... <laughs> yeah, I, I was great. hoping I didn't... Well, I knew I didn't, like, have... I didn't let Beska kill uh, her former owner, but I forgot if anything bad happened after that. But yeah, I just told uh, Daenerys, I was like, nope, uh, we followed instructions to let her and everything was fine. But I didn't remember if that was like exactly how it went down. But then Daenerys was like, yeah, that's exactly what the report says. Good job. Well, so did, did Daenerys give you an army? No, she still just said, sorry, you don't get it. Why? <laughs> just cause i guess no she said she needed them here defending the city that's not untrue but like wow so you, you promise just not making good on the deal that's bad yeah. leadership actually Daenerys. so instead instead she gives you like a ton of gold to pay the fighters in the city oh, okay okay yeah i did not get she the says, gold for that i <laughs> just uh, yeah she says she says, look, I need my people here, but here's like a fuckload of gold for you, man. You can just pay like whoever, whatever, and they'll just like do it. Cool. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, mine was, I think my gold is going to have to come out of the family account. Oh. Yeah. Um, just because didn't, I think the way most of the show characters are written is very good. Tyrion definitely sounds like Tyrion. Jon Snow is a little stilted, but Jon Snow is actually just a little stilted, so that... Right, plus it's not like he's like a super major character. He hasn't shown up in a while. Yeah. Um, and then Ramsay is, is very well done, I for the reasons we just explained. Daenerys really is not herself in this game. Um, and that's... She's just not written right? She, she wouldn't do this. She wouldn't... Like, she has a sense of propriety in, like, Asher doesn't, and I think that's what the story is trying to get at but i the way it went down does not strike me as how daenerys acts in the show right yeah so like for this for me that was really weird um of like hey i don't know why you keep thinking i'm some ruffian i've literally just shown up and worked for you (laughs) and that's it yeah there was a there was an altercation in the street so like What's up, Daenerys? And like for yours especially, her just not making good on a promise—that's not right. That's not. Yeah, she correct. just says, "Sorry, bro. I no, you, you don't get them." Yeah. Uh, well, the show itself. I I'm I'm hesitant to spoil this, um, but I I imagine if you're a listening to this podcast and b on this podcast <laughs> uh <laughs> you you have made peace with either you've seen all the game of thrones you want to see or you're just not going to uh, yeah that one's me so let me tell you what happens in the last season of game of thrones if you don't want to hear this um fast forward about 30 seconds okay in the last season of game of thrones uh the white walkers breach the wall and daenerys finally agrees to team up with Jon snow Bridging the Essos stuff and the Westeros stuff. Um, okay. And with her dragons, she just breathes fire on all the White Walkers, takes them out in one night. Not a problem. Wow. The, the whole thing that, that the that winter easy. is coming, like, you guys aren't paying attention to the real threat in the north. It's eradicated in a single episode. And people did not in- think that was a good writing tactic. And then. <laughs> yeah, it does not sound great. And then, like, the, the exchange of that was. Daenerys saying, like, okay, but I want to take King's Landing back from the Lannisters, and I want it to be Targaryen rule again. Um, so Jon Snow's like, okay, I'll, I'll help you do that. And Daenerys um, lets the power go to completely do her head. She's been seduced by it entirely. She's been a good person for all seasons of the show up till now. She takes the dragon, burns the entire city and everyone in it straight to the ground. Wow. She just decides I'm going to be bad now. Yeah, she she just let the 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 sense of power go all the way to her head. Uh, Jon Snow, who's fallen in love with her, needs to mercy kill her and take her out of the the, the mania. And then I can't I can't imagine why people didn't like this last season. Yeah, especially because like people named their daughters Daenerys, and then she genocide. And now she's crazy. Yeah, she, she's like just a little bit of genocide for girl power. And uh, yeah, people didn't like the last season. <laughs> wow, that that seems to add up. Okay, oh, okay. Here's my favorite bit. Here's my favorite bit of the whole okay. show. Once that happens, uh, mm-hmm. one of Daenerys' dragons comes in and like squares up with Jon Snow. And you're thinking, oh, like, oh, he's going to be mad about Daenerys being murdered and 
breathe fire on Jon Snow. Not the case. Dragon, yes, mad, but turns around, faces the Iron Throne, faces the throne, and breathes fire on it in a, in a gesture. It's a gesture. <laughs> like, oh, it was power the whole time. Power was the bad guy. And then the dragon flies away with a tear in its eye. Because it was sad. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds great. It really... What a message. Yeah, like, it's it's been said a billion times, but, like, they really did run out of books and had to write the ending. And unfortunately, they didn't have people who could write an ending, I guess. Five of the seven books are out, and the, the other two books worth of content, just they, they had to assume how it would go. I think they talked with the author, George R.R. R. Martin, but uh, this is what they ended up with. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, so Daenerys... Even the show, I guess, has a hard time adapting the show's version of Daenerys. So I don't. They just I guess I don't blame right. Telltale. <laughs> I guess she's a hard character to get right. It, it, but in like spectacular ways, in in amazing, huge, enormous ways, she's a difficult character. Yeah, I would say Telltale's is at least not as bad as uh, Genocide by Dragon. Yeah, it's one of those things. Not not letting you have an army isn't very good, but I think. One's maybe a little worse. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Not genocide King's Landing? Yeah, what are you going to do? Have her not just kill everybody and become uh, bad? Yeah, and it was uh, it was heartbreaking when Daenerys was flying up on the dragon and Jon Snow had talked to her like, hey, if the bell rings three times, that means we're going to take the city by uh, persuasion and we don't need to use complete force. And it did that. And then she was like, I just really feel it. You know what? I'm just going to go for it, man. And Jon Snow put his hands on his face and said, no. <laughs> I could just picture his face. No. You weren't supposed to do that. Yeah, a real amazing... Um, second to last episode by the way just like wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've I've never seen a show do anything like it, it was, it's kind of phenomenal in that way how just absolutely torpedo itself yeah it's yeah it's it's an impressive ending for sure it's not like an easy way to do it <laughs> you had to go out of your way to fuck up this hat art yeah yeah the, let it not be said that the showrunners were like under equipped to deal with it they were dealing with it so much more than anyone ever asked <laughs> um oh man that that makes me respect the telltale one a little more <laughs> so um that was way more than 30 seconds sorry bud if you uh fast forwarded and were spoiled about the show <laughs> sorry man sorry so let let's talk about um the the slave pit in this episode. So so you don't get the army that you wanted to from Daenerys, a real waste of time in my opinion. So uh you go to the recently freed slave pits where they've all uh rebelled against their masters. And uh-huh. uh it's just a bloodbath. Yeah, they're just fighting for fun now. They're just fighting for fun. They're still killing each other. They're still being. I guess it's all they it. know. In fact, they're they're doing it more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are we gonna do with our newfound freedom? Let's just keep doing what we're doing now, but more of it. Yeah, they realized they had permission to decorate, so they took people's heads off and put them everywhere. 
and uh, that was what a thing to see yeah right <laughs> just a, a line of heads used as as decoration it reminded me of a scene in tales from the borderlands the first episode where uh fiona's walking through that like really uh grimy cave town and right like the one guy comes out from an alley and is just getting stabbed over and over again he just kind of have to walk past uh, right there was one instance of that where there you're just walking through and then like one guy just tackles the other guy and just like stabs him repeatedly in the stomach and asher's like oh uh, uh and then beska has to grab him and he's like no no that's not your thing you gotta not yeah you gotta not you worry gotta about just that. keep going don't yeah just don't worry about it um yeah and there's this guy named blood song there and he's he, he's the he's the guy with the beard He's the, he's the one you fight in the uh in, in, oh in the right right in the arena yeah I thought you were talking about the big guy with the beard who's like oh who's this guy yeah and they they give him a fighting style um sort of like ninja esque it seems ninja y right um just a cool looking fighting style I don't think we've seen here before and you need to fight him and if you win you get uh all of these slaves former slaves to uh uh fight in your army so then you'll you'll have the army did you kill him did you kill him in the arena no i let him live i also let him live and i still riled up the the onlookers yeah they 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 think that that's like a sign of submission to let someone live but you you can talk your way into having it be a good thing for people yeah, you say I'm I'm making this choice. Your slaves no longer you don't have to kill anymore. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah, you know what? We won't. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. That was great. Yeah, no. I Oh, you want to end the show? <laughs> no, you can cut it if you want. Oh, uh, if it was great. I mean, was it great or are you just saying that? I was just uh, you know what? On the scale of sneezes, it could have been better. I'm keeping it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, isn't it wild how we just spent like four and a half episodes trying to do like the Croft and Daenerys approach to getting this army? We walk into this uh, fighting pit for like ten minutes. We have it. Yeah. Yeah, you can Boy, you can tell the season's wrapping time. up. <laughs> you can really tell yeah. that we're at the end of it. They're like, "Come on, we got to get moving. We got to make some shit happen in this episode." Yeah. For some of them, anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the the Garrods... Mira kind of takes a back seat in this one, which is fine. She had a lot of time last time. Mira took a back seat, and Garrod um, had, like, the thing with the White Walkers. And for you, there was a death with Finn. But I, for me, it was just like, okay, we were pretty far north, and now we're going more north. So we're... <laughs> we will we continue. So f- on the way. So for you, it was like nothing really happened that much. For Garrod, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a, we got to talk with Sylvie a lot. That's Cotter's sister. And, um. Yeah, we got to go hunting. I eventually convinced her, hey, we should go north. Because she wanted to go south to the wall to meet up with Mance Raider, who's like the, um, the leader of some of the wildlings. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was part of that group, I guess. And, uh, so she wanted to go back more toward the wall to find that group. It was safer. The closer you go to the wall when you're in the north of the wall territory is safer from White Walkers. Um, but Garrod wants to go to the North Grove still, so he's got to do that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and you learn that uh, Sylvie has heard of the the North Grove. Yeah, she's heard of it in a sense of like people have gone there and never come and back. Never come back. But they say it's safe. They say it's fine. So maybe they just stayed there because it's good. Uh, but who's to say? We don't know. We have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we still episode. We're going into episode six next, and we still have not seen or even know about the North Grove. That betrays my expectations, even. And my th- I thought you mine thought they were, were going to find it in this episode. <laughs> You're saying it's worse than you were imagining. It's slower than yeah, because I've talked about this on on the show. I think like one or two episodes ago, the the wall stuff in the show Game of Thrones and in the game and in the books is it just goes so slow because in king's landing we're like seeing the crown transition mm-hmm. from uh king uh robert baratheon is the one at the beginning of the show and then his son joffrey and then his little brother tommen like we're, we're seeing we're seeing moves being made Tyrion's making moves marjorie's making moves cersei's ma- making moves uh the other starks the Arya, you you don't even know Arya Stark. Arya Stark is the like youngest daughter of the Starks. She has an incredibly cool story that spans all of Westeros and all of Essos. And I know Arya Stark. Oh, you do know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of multiverses, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure is canon. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Yeah, Daffy Duck. She fought Bugs Bunny. Or not Daffy. Daffy. Daffy never gotten multiverses. He, if he was in multiverses, I'd still be playing it. If it didn't get taken down i don't i don't know <laughs> they put a lot of characters in there i like and i, I none of them were enough <laughs> yeah it just wasn't very good <laughs> but would daffy have been the the one to really push it over i would have played well well daffy's my favorite looney tune so i would have at least tried him out i mean i tried out like all the other looney tunes my favorite is marvin uh, the martian they added marvin the martian yeah i did not play as marvin the martian so i think my favorite looney tune was an, was not enough <laughs> to <me>. <laughs> <laughs> I pl- I tried him a little bit. His animations were really good, at least. Like, I thought they put a lot of care into him, but yeah, the game's just clunky. Yeah. Um. Oh, I almost said Aang, but then I re- re- remembered that's the Nickelodeon game. That's a That was a completely different <laughs> that's game. That's true. That's different. Yeah. Um. Sorry, what were we talking about? Or, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> like, there, there's characters all over this world that are doing stuff. Daenerys uh-huh. is active as hell. Uh, like uh, uh, um, the other the other Stark kids, Sansa's doing stuff, Marjorie's doing stuff. Um, Br- Bran is not because Bran is also north of the Wall, um, and, and Jon Snow's like at the Wall. It, if you go up there, it's it reacts. The story reacts to the cold like molecules do. It slows down so incredibly slow. And I just don't know why stuff can happen. Do you think in it's on? Do you think it's on purpose because of that? Like, do you think they were like, we need this to go very slow because it's slow like the ice? Like to maybe? I mean, that seems like a bad that seems like call. a, a <laughs> just, yeah. Just no, I agree. That. I'm just saying. I I'm saying I could see someone coming up with that idea and thinking it's really smart. Yeah, I could see that. Um... <laughs> yeah i don't know that it doesn't sound right to me 
Yeah, like it seems it seems like something one person would think and go, get it? It's moving. The story's moving slow because it's like ice. And and then someone else should be like, yeah, but maybe we should just like make it good instead. (laughs) Um, I I like Jon Snow's story um, in its entirety, but like it it got there over eight seasons. That's that's how slow it took. Um, That's a long time. Yeah, it it really it really is a long, long, long time. The uh, the Garrett stuff is just doing that again. The whole beginning of this game, like the whole bit about uh, of Act One, is Lord Forrester saying, "Hey, the North Grove must never fall." This is like the premise for the game. This is in in that first act. They're like, "Okay, here's the thing you need to keep thinking about the whole time." And I'm sure it will be the culmination of the story. It will be bookended like that. I think they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're they're good enough writers to do that. But like, why why not have it be part of the story if it's the main part of the story? Here's a question for you. What do you think the North Grove is? I think it's just a place. I think it's just a place, and there's like a special guy. <laughs> it's got like a <laughs> it's got like a wizard a special guy it's got a mcdonald's yeah yeah it's got like the north grove must never fall because it's the only place in southern california where there's a burger king and a mcdonald's right next to each other you could choose whichever one you want you can go into mcdonald's and get the burger and then go to burger king and get the icy because they don't cut <laughs> and then you can make it the meal together and that's why it should never be lost. <laughs> you can get the Burger King fries and a McDonald's apple pie in the same meal. You can't lose the North <laughs> Grove. Sylvie's like, no wonder no one came back. <laughs> yeah, I'd build a house right there out of nothing. <laughs> I got all I need. Um, I actually grew up on an intersection in which there was both a McDonald's and a Burger King. I pulled that autobiographically. Wow, you pulled from experience like all good story writers do. All of them. Um Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It just seems it just seems to drag in that section of the story. I mean, I honestly you can feel the drag in lots of this telltale season. I I don't want to rag on it too bad since like stuff is happening. But like even in this episode, I'm like, it feels like things are only just now starting to happen. And even then, like Mira barely did any like you still feel the It was a light Mira episode, but at least like Mira Mira has little things that accomplish things. Yeah. It it feels good mm-hmm. to me to play through a Mira section. Right. Um and then it the Asher stuff, like it felt like it was mattering, but up to this episode, it actually didn't matter. So now is the only time where stuff <laughs> definitely happened is Asher. Right. Um, I feel like, I, I said it before, I just feel like the Asher part is a good way to break things, like break things apart a little. Um, so it, it's, it feels important without like mattering that much. Yeah, I've previously said that my favorite part of the story is the tall, or not the tally, the Mira stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that's still true, but I think the best part of the story is definitely the Roderick stuff altogether. Yeah. Um, that is a place where things actually just keep happening. And right. um, it's the pace and the intrigue and uh, the effect of your decisions feels very uh, permanent and tangible. Yeah. It, it feels like the part of the story where... 
like it's it's the main big part of the story. Y- you're right. Like most of the big choices do happen with Roderick, especially in this episode. Mm-hmm. Do uh, yeah. Do we want to talk about the big end of this episode, or the the two things that happen with the Roderick storyline, the two big ones? Um, let's see here. We forget. I think we brought up most of the. Oh, Roderick and uh, Elena had sex. So why did that happen for you? Because <laughs> she digs me. But she doesn't. <laughs> like, are, are you? You're still not engaged. It's just like, eh, whatever. We're still not engaged. We're just having sex. All right, that's fun. Yeah, she just liked what I've been doing, the calls I've been making with all this other shit going down. No, you know what? She got on my bad side early in this episode. She got on your uh, bad side or you got on hers? No, like I was angry at her because so after her brother dies uh, <laughs> from Ramsey Snow. You got angry at her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got pissed off at her for that. No, um, so she so you are talking to her and then she says like, uh, Roger, Roderick, this is your fault. This happened. And I'm like, excuse you're the one who asked me to do this. Yeah. Thank you. Do not turn this around on me, Lady Elena. Yeah, I'm noticing that a little bit more in other tell. It, it, it always happens in every Telltale game, but like some measure of some degree of of quality here might be to consider like do the lines that are being said really feel like they've considered what has been my choice and what hasn't, right? Uh, and in the games where it works really well like walking dead one um it does usually feel that way and Uh in this game unfortunately a lot of the time it doesn't and it it feels like oh it had to be this way in order to get the story to where it's going so i understand why it's this way but like you forgot that was a choice you made not me and uh, you're trying to make me feel a way about it but i'm not going to feel a way about it that i didn't do it right there is something like that later. Yeah. Speaking of which, I guess we covered all the important parts beforehand. Let's get to the big uh, final part. Well, there, there, there's yeah, so there's two. You finally figure out who the mole is in House Forest, right? Um, and oh, I meant to look this up. This is actually very important. Um, are are you looking up whether or not it's yeah. who you didn't choose as your sentinel? It is. It it can be either it one can, of them. The mole can be either of them. It can be Duncan or Royland. Okay, that, come on. <laughs> I don't love that. I think that's rough. Man. Yeah. Well. Well. I think you talked about it uh, last time, but uh, tell tell me your reasoning again for for not liking. Tell it? everyone. Yeah. Well, okay, so it just is a thing this person would do or not. That's really what it right. comes down to. And if Royland would be completely loyal, no question, if I chose him, that, like, doesn't it makes speak both to the other character. Flimsy. It makes Yeah, it changes what the other character would be. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, if Duncan is on the razor's edge of being loyal, he doesn't he certainly doesn't feel that way in my version of the game. Yeah, I can at least kind of buy Royland being the traitor more than Duncan. If I had chosen him as my sentinel, I, I wouldn't have believed that it would be Duncan. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Just just because just because of the temper on Royland, I could at least buy that he would do something shitty like this. Dunk Duncan doesn't strike me. Maybe it's just because I didn't see that side of Duncan. Yeah, like one I would buy it if um if you choose Duncan as your sentinel, Royland betrays you. But if you choose Royland right. as your sentinel, there is no mole. I would buy that. I But you don't buy that Duncan would sell you. I no, I yeah, this it's yeah, like oh, I it agree. could go either we're we're showing you a different world of like the rest of the game and the rest of the people in the world making their decisions it's different depending on something you did that actually doesn't affect it right that you just chose to make duncan into this kind of character yeah it's like it it feels like if you're going through a dungeon and you can turn left or right and you don't have a good view of either Mm -hmm. and you pick left and then you run into a dragon and die and then you like look over the bat- your shoulder and you see oh if i went right i would have been scot free but then if you like reboot the save and you pick right you run into a dragon that time like well all of a mm-hmm. sudden the world doesn't exist you're completely reacting to my choices in a way to force a story point and i i get that but like it means that the the choices i make i'll never feel like they matter again because right. something will yeah. happen every time mm-hmm. um, in in a way that just gets me to the end of the story. Wouldn't it be crazy if, like, you could make some choice at some point in this game that makes it so just, like, episodes five and six just, like, never happen? Like, you oh, do you just, everything like, get an right. ending in episode four? Yeah, like, you just do everything right, and it's like, well, there's no reason for this to continue. Don't, Asher, you don't need to come. Everything's fine. Um, that's it. You don't need to come. And Asher's like, oh, okay, I'll just go back to killing. <laughs> killing I guess I'll, yeah, I'll just do what I was doing, I guess. All right. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> so I'm still banished. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I, I don't think Telltale does that very often. Uh, and when they do, I don't like it. I don't like the uh, right the idea that the dragon isn't in a place. But if you're like invested into the world and you're trying to make your decisions as if they matter, you have to pretend it is. Uh, right. You want it to feel real. You don't want it to be like it doesn't matter which white way I go. There, that dragon will just be there. No matter. That dragon what. just will definitely be there. Yeah. Um. Did you kill him? Yeah, I killed him. I also killed him. I thought about it for a little bit. No, this this guy uh, is this guy's rude and uh just mean, so No, I I totally agree, but he's also saying like, uh, hey listen, I know everything that's gonna happen. If you keep me alive, I can just like tell you. But uh yeah, that sounded like bullshit. Yeah, well for the same reason that <laughs> someone's gonna betray you no matter what, uh I was thinking, uh-huh. well, I think someone's gonna die no matter what. <laughs> Uh, so I don't think this choice matters. And, and like, you see, it's affecting the other choices. It's poisoning the well of, like, trusting the player to trust the game. Right. Yeah. It's like, I can't trust you, game. I can't trust you. Look Therefore, what you've done I'm to me. I'm definitely going to kill Royland because it, it, if it doesn't matter, I'm going to take the traitor out now. Yeah. I killed him because I promised Talia I would. And no one else was making any good arguments not to. I, th- I think it's weird how, t- how cruel Talia's gotten. 
It just comes out a little yeah, bit she, every now and again, but she's <laughs> like, I think you should kill him straight up without even hearing him out. I like it. It's funny, like, she's normally just so reserved and kind, and then and then just every now and then, yeah, just kill him. Just, like, kill this guy. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I had the option as Roderick to say, listen, I wouldn't be a good lord if I just executed people without even hearing their side of the story. And Talia goes, no, you have to promise me to just kill him. <laughs> you, no matter who it is and for what reason, you just need to kill him no matter what. Yeah, Talia, what are you, are you bored? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know I there's need not much bloodshed. to do in the Middle Ages, but like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> write another song. Get like a yeah, write a song, get a stick or something. I think about Talia's song a lot. That's uh <laughs> It was a good song. She wrote some hard lyrics. It was a good song. Yeah, it was good. Now she wants to kill everyone she sees. Yeah, she like entered her emo screamo era. <laughs> <laughs> That would help her write some good songs. Yeah. That, you know, you don't get to dress like however you want when your clothes are made by elves or whatever. So, (laughs) (laughs) that if this happened in the modern day, I think we would see, like, a gradually Talia's just wearing more, like, black hoodies and stuff. (laughs) And has a nose ring now. Yeah, Talia just comes back. Roderick, you gotta promise to kill him. And Roderick's like, dude, what's up with your face? (laughs) <laughs> i don't know what any of this cloth any of these clothings are like everyone else is just in regular game of thrones world but she's like a modern day Malgoth. you have nose ring like the cow <laughs> she's just like texting on her phone she's like fucking kill him <laughs> i know it's gonna sound sudden <laughs> <laughs> but this guy fucking sucks uh Okay, so at the end of the episode... This is the, this is the part where I was like... It, it would be so easy to be like, let's hear him out, and then just kill him. Yeah. Talia, let, yeah. g- give me yeah. like a minute, let him talk, and then we'll just stab him like through the head and it'll be fine. Everyone can just win. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta make hard choices that aren't like complete in terms of your options in a lot of these games. Yeah, you, they can only, you can only choose to do what it tells you. Yeah, it made me uh, it made me wistful for that one episode of Michonne where we had like the opportunity to keep listening to the radio as long as we wanted to. Right. Yeah, that was a cool one. We could have done something similar. That's good. I liked Michonne. Here. Yeah, but we didn't. No. <laughs> we we really fucked up. Yeah. So Royland says, "If you kill me, Asher dies too." And yeah, that's what got me. Yeah, I was I thinking was like because like, uh, like when he gonna said die that. Too. No matter, or, yeah, or so, at least be threatened. Yeah, so when I was doing it, I I just immediately pressed X to kill him, but like it didn't load right away. So I pressed X and then he said, if you kill me, Asher dies too. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And then I, <laughs> I, I reset the save to hear what he had to say. Based on what the end of this episode is, there's no way you can save them both, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, you have to no sacrifice way. one of them. Yeah, so yeah, so I didn't I didn't feel bad reset. Like I stuck with my choice to kill him, but I just wanted to hear what he had to say before killing him. Mhm. Um you as Roderick and uh some of the family and, and a few of the the guards and people meet up with Asher and his boat full of pit fighters and uh you're joined together for the first time in the game. You you have two of these playable characters coming together. 
and mm-hmm. um, you're sort of playing as both Roderick and Asher for a minute because uh, the White Hills like trap you in this fortification, and uh, you're 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 trapped apart from all of your people, mm-hmm. and uh, even your your very very big friend Pit Fighter guy, even he's trapped with in the there beard. with you. Uh, <laughs> Thank God he's here. So it's determined that of Roderick and Asher, one of them needs to stay behind to open the gate so the other can get out. Right. And it's a big choice of like, you know, they're going to, you know, the one who stays is going to die, period. Uh, which right. one did you do? Who? I. Yeah. Uh, left Asher. I left Asher too. It just felt like more Roderick's story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I know it's probably not good to think of it like that, but I, it just felt more like I sh- Roderick is the one I should keep around and see how it plays out. I, I honestly didn't feel super satisfied even leaving Asher because it's like he, j- he just got here. He doesn't get to really do much. Yeah. Um, the, 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 I, I did have to think about it for a long time. I paused it and I walked Same. around my little apartment in a circle a few times. And, and if I remember right, you don't do that often. I do that like all the time, like anytime a big choice. I but try to if minimize I remember right, it. You said yeah. I try to play with yeah. the time they give me. But in the game, uh, this one actually doesn't even tick down. You have to choose. So, um, yeah, I, I was fine just thinking about it for a while and. Um, right. I opened a window and, and looked out at a cloud. <laughs> Gosh, Asher or Roderick, what do I do? And I, I decided to leave Asher so Roderick could get out for... I, I think I broke it down to a couple reasons. One, um, I trusted Roderick to be able to lead these pit fighters. I think right. Roderick is capable of it. He's broken, and they mm-hmm. they don't seem like they would respect that. But like, I bet they could make it work. Right. Yeah. Um, another is that I think Asher would do the best at fighting inside if, once he's left behind. And uh, yeah, he does. He does really well. He takes yeah, out like twelve um, guys before he dies. Yeah, that's a lot. He takes a lot of punishment. Yeah, he does die though. I, yeah, I could see the reasoning for the other way as well though because like Roderick is kind of a broken mess yeah it would totally make sense to have a a more able-bodied uh person lead the house yeah but like the rest of the house doesn't actually respect Asher remember like oh that's true yeah Yeah, they ban he was banished yeah the but I mean it's not like like it's not like yeah but I don't did anyone like raise concern when they said they were bringing him back for this do you think, no, like, maybe... I, it seemed like they may- got over it. Yeah, I think the circumstances would be like, Hey, uh, Asher, glad glad you're here. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing happened. Yeah, and the reason that he was banished was because he, like, fell in love with a White Hill. So that's... It just seems unrelated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Water un- under the bridge, pretty much. I... Right. Yeah, I would have thought, like, any other person could have been there to, like... They really did just get the three of them. You got big friend 
Roderick and Asher and Big Friend uh, took a few arrows pretty immediately. Yeah. You were down to just like nobody left. R.I.P. Big Friend. (laughs) Gone too soon, Big Friend. Yeah, so like Beska, I think also is going to do a good job leading the the, the pit fighters. And um, yeah, I just I I didn't want to see. I didn't want to see it come down to the fact that Roderick was broken. Yeah, I I think this is Roderick's story to end, not nece- not Asher's necessarily. Yeah, I was thinking about how you felt about Asher at the beginning of like, oh, he's kind of like a like a roguish Aladdin type, and uh, mm-hmm. he was more exciting as a character, more fun as a character than Roderick. And I think over the last maybe one or two episodes, I think that he just feels a lot like Roderick now. And I don't think that's an advantage anymore in terms of like me <laughs> wanting Asher around. Right. Yeah. I I would still say like as a person, he's who I prefer to have around just because I do kind of like his a little more lighthearted nature. But yeah, it's it's this is Roderick's story that Asher would basically be inserting himself into. Yeah, but in some ways it was like Ethan's story and then but first it was Garrett's story and <laughs> you know right right no i get that um but it just it just felt like this is something i need to see through with roderick more than i need to see it through with asher yeah yeah that, yeah that's exactly how i felt i felt like asher coming back to westeros essentially completing his banishment and doing the thing he was supposed to do in terms of getting this army he had fulfilled his purpose and he felt complete Roderick has right. not felt that way to me. So I wanted to see mm-hmm. Roderick keep going. Uh, really, though, I was sad about this one. This was a big one. I looked at that cloud very yeah. wistfully. Yeah, I like both these characters. I don't I don't dislike either of them. I didn't want any of them to die. Get someone else to do it. Yeah, if it was Asher and Garrod, I'd choose Asher immediately. <laughs> you would know who you would sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mira and any of those three, I'd pick Mira. But like these two, really were pretty close in the rankings. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, we didn't really talk about Mira's part that much. Not a lot happened. Um, she talks to Sarah. Breaks up with you as a friend. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. We said so many nice things about you, and this is what we get. Yeah, I wonder if we could not stop singing your praises. Well, well, you did. I I felt like I was making more like riskier decisions. So maybe to me, I felt like I earned it a little bit of of her trying to be to distance herself from me. But like if it just happens, no matter what, that's Sarah. Do you remember when you got drunk and told me you're a bastard? If I had (laughs) a nickel for every time someone got drunk and told me, you know what? I'm actually a bastard. I'd have about 25 cents. Small group. <laughs> but guess what? You're part of it. You're part of it. And uh, yeah, I, I miss Sarah already. I don't think she's going to be that yeah. big in episode six because of this. And uh, yeah. I, I wanted her to be a main character. I wanted her to be like, you don't know. No, you know what, Mira? You and I, we're going to go down fighting. <laughs> um. Oh, no Tom in this episode either. Tom? Oh, yeah, Tom. <laughs> yeah. i forgot he existed I, my heart skipped a beat there for a moment thinking i just made up a character <laughs> no tom tom is real i thought you meant tommen the the new king but you're right yeah tom oh, no. is 
uh, he'll be important in episode six too. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually really excited to see episode six. Um, as, as much as like the, the, we've been a little dragged through the middle here. Um, mm-hmm. I liked episodes one and two quite a bit, three, four, and now like three and four were, were lower and then five is a little bit better, but it's, I, I've, I'm feeling a little bit in the weeds, but like, I know the stuff with, is Marjorie going to trust me is going to come to a close and what, like the whole thing right. with Tom, that that's a big mystery. That's going to come to a close. Yeah. The North Grove is I mean, going to come the... to a close. I might kill Lud Whitehill. Yeah. Like, all of those things are going to feel very conclusive eventually. Yeah, I mean, it's the last episode. Something has to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get some concrete things going on. How do you think the the North Grove bit could possibly interact with the Roderick bit? Um, They're so far. Roderick hears that they have the McDonald's Burger King and says, let's go there instead. <laughs> well, <laughs> he gets a raven. Oh, no, they killed all the ravens. The, the mom had right. to, to squish everyone one by one. <laughs> she had to go through and step on them with her high heel boots. Um, no, but they can get ravens. Okay, so they get a raven that says, I found the North Grove. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. It has a McDonald's and a Burger King right next to each other. And then... McDonald's and Burger King. We have to go. And then Roderick... Uh, here's this thing, just a little smirk comes across the side of his face. And he <laughs> that's, that's uses how the his episode energy ends. to buff up Super Saiyan style. And then he punches Ooh. straight through Lud Whitehill's face and then pulls his hand out <laughs> and says, I gotta go get a burger. <laughs> that's how it ends. And everyone claps. Everyone claps. For they him. clap once. Everyone claps one time. In, in I'm picturing innocent. what I'm picturing. I'm picturing him punching uh, Lud Whitehill's face like all the way through to the point where it comes off it shoots out from the back of his head and lands on the wall yeah it's a daffy duck bill on the other side of his face situation yeah he says you're despicable (laughs) and he'll say no i'm loving it (laughs) wow i i feel like this was is a better ending than whatever they're gonna give us i we'll have to see but it it's strong. It's a it's a strong ending, <laughs> is what I'll say about it. Um, yeah. I mean, the mirror thing. The, what you spend the mirror section doing? Like, I, I guess I just don't have anything to say about it. It was good. I liked it. Cersei, uh, the Queen Mother, comes and summons you and has a conversation of like, "Hey, look, I think Tyrion killed Joffrey, and therefore I'm mad at my bro now. So um, <laughs> I want you because you know Tyrion." Uh, and for some reason, I actually do kind of trust you a little bit. Uh, I want you to go talk to Tyrion and find out who he's putting on the stand as his witness. Right. And I don't remember how that trial goes uh, from the show. So that'll be a, a surprise to me, too. Uh, did you get him to tell you? I was looking up some things people were saying about the episode um, and... Like, I guess you, if you, like, totally fail that conversation, he just, like, won't tell you anything? Um, the What Tyrion said was, like, ooh, tell her I'm putting up Skag and, like, a bunch of made-up names that are fake. Wow. So, for me, he just said, I'm not putting up anyone. Oh, that's... Oh, that is true! I remember how the trial goes. I, I got the truth? Um, yeah, because he's, he's going to request a trial by combat. Okay. And uh, he, he'll have to fight a big guy. So to you, he lied. He didn't trust you. Yeah. 
And for me, he did. Hmm. Yeah, good job. Interesting. I, I, I yeah. guess I failed that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, ma- I'm making up for my uh, my past failures, like kissing a ring. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm getting married, so I feel like I'm in the lead. Hey, I got the sex part. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a fun brag. <laughs> yeah, you're in the you're you can be in the lead. That's fine, I guess. You see, to me, it's um, not really that... all about the sex, Dustin. So. <laughs> Uh, I live a, <laughs> yeah, a I'm little kind, bit kind of a, of a modern man than you. So. I'm kind of more of a sensitive guy. Yeah, I actually am a bit of a romantic d, d- bag. <laughs> so, <laughs> my favorite name for yeah. you. I'm sorry that it is true. Um, I was romantic too, sex wise. So Griff Whitehill is going to die. Lud Whitehill is going to die. If I have anything to say about it, uh, right. next episode. I really still don't know what the North Grove is. You asked me what I thought it was, and I did some bullshit about fast food. Um, I really can't guess. I think it's like... It probably will just be like a nice place. I think there's a person there. I think there's a person there that is important to the foresters. Okay. That's, what, that's my, my guess so far. I, but I like I don't know <laughs> what that means. See, I just picture like an NPC in like fucking like Banjo Kazooie or something. You go there and there's just someone waiting to talk to you and give you a power up or whatever. Yeah, like a there's just like a walrus at the North Grove and he's he's just there and saying, "Oh, thanks for coming. Here's your jiggy. Here's your jiggy. I'm heading to the combination Burger King McDonald's. We have them here. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you look around, you might see like uh, uh, some eggs. See ya. <laughs> yeah, the water is like carbonated. <laughs> it's like oh cool yeah it's it's neat i don't know <laughs> yeah that'd be great if you show up and it's like not really that great but it is like you know kind of it's better cool. than the grove next to it for sure yeah better oh yeah let's not go to that grove let's go to the good one <laughs> uh yeah i guess that's all i have to say about this episode <coughs> it's it did a good enough job of getting me very excited to play uh the the final episode i i am really so uh i'm stoked to see how it goes yeah it's i agree my opinion on this episode is it feels like a lot happened in this episode but also also kind of feels like it didn't i guess yeah because like so like you barely get any mira and it feels like for some other parts it feels like just not a lot like especially for you it sounds like Garrett didn't really do that much. Garrett didn't do that much. Mira, Mira's thing really isn't like so relevant to the Forester story. It's more relevant to the 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 main canon story, right? Yeah, and like that's fine, you know. Like you're trading off some characters having more time than others as these episodes go on. That's fine, but like it, it just felt like some big things happened. And then there were parts that were still kind of dragging their feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I definitely agree. Um, and we'll we'll find out when we play the next episode if this was just what the story is. And uh, maybe episode six is not going to be that climactic. Uh, maybe it's not going to, like, put everything together. And it's just it's sort of another one of these 
And if that's the they're case, gonna, that's that's going to be a weak ending. They're going to pull a Minecraft story mode. You just have one extra episode where they just don't do anything. Well, Minecraft story mode is, is the opposite. Like, if we had the, the story the completely story. wrap up in episode five, and then we had an episode six, like, I don't know what's in there. Maybe right. it's a little secret. Maybe it's a little surprise. <laughs> yeah, what if they just decided, eh, you know what, we're done with this story. Let's do something else. Yeah, in episode six, you play as... Cotter. Herman Withers... Her- oh. Oh, what were you saying? Yeah. Herman... <laughs> Herman, her, her, Herman Withersnap. He's just like a new one from the Withersnap yeah, house. Just, yeah, he's just like a new guy. He's got like his own shit going on. But it's like something he can handle in like an episode. I think uh, the sigil of House Withersnap is like a 2003 Buick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what? That's exactly what I was going to say. A beautiful car. Uh, <laughs> just ahead, a beautiful car. Just a beautiful car. Want to head into our segments? I would love to. Who's your weekly guy? Um, Ramsey Snow. He just has like a good performance. He's mine too. Honestly, I don't feel like, other than him, no one really makes like that strong an impression in this episode. I have it Unlike between last him episode. and um, Asher, actually. I think Asher is strong. I like his, uh, his time at the fighting pits. I thought that was fun. But right. I do think that Ramsey Snow really brings it. Yeah, I, I guess when it comes down to so I'll I'll jump ahead a little bit. The arena battle is my golden moment. Yeah. But for weekly weekly guy, I was just thinking about like who is the strongest hit, who makes like the biggest impression. And yeah, Ramsey Snow, like you said, he just goes so over the top. Asher's Asher's part of the story was good. I thought it, his part of the story was interesting, but he himself, I think he, he wasn't bad, he just didn't do much for me to pick him. I guess. Yeah, I, I'm fairly comfortable leaving Ramsey as the weekly guy here. Um, yeah. Golden moment. You said it was the pit fight for you. Yeah, I just thought was that, that was fun. We hadn't seen something like that in this game yet, and it felt different. Yeah. Uh, similar for me, mine was the fight post the bridge fa- falling at the very end, where you know Asher's going to lose, but he's like taking down as many White Hills as possible before he dies. Uh, right, it's like Lee in the last episode of season one where he's just like chopping through those walkers, making his yeah. way to Savannah. Yeah, he knows he's done, but he's going to take them all out as as much as he can. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that's my golden moment for sure. That was a cool one. That's a good one. Yeah, I wonder how that would have played with Roderick because I don't see him being as physically successful as Asher in that way. Right, he, he tries to take out the first guy and then they just kind of dogpile him. Mm-hmm. Um. And choice cut. My choice cut's just going to be which one stays behind. Yeah, same. I just have it written down. Yeah. Who dies? Who die? Because I guess, who die? Who die, though? Who die, mate? Ooh, okay. Okay, we'll push the Australian <laughs> angle for the podcast. Get a, one or two more listeners in the, in the Australian market. That's going yeah, that one to was be for you. our growth market. <laughs> that one was for you guys. Yeah, that one's for you. We'll say goodbye anytime that you want us to. All you have to do is DM me and remind me to do it. Thank you very much. <laughs> this has been... Otherwise, I will not. <laughs> this has been a podcast. Dustin, you got anything else you want to talk about? Not really. Uh, I, I, f- I feel very conflicted about this episode. Yeah. It just... It didn't make... It didn't leave as big an impression on me as others. Like, last episode, Mira 
was just crazy. She was going wild in that episode. And I was like, whoa. And this one, even though like shit's ramping up more, it just kind of left me like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's fine. It does get me excited to play the next one, though. I do want to see how it all wraps up. But I think part of it is because I don't really feel like things have gotten there with everyone yet. True. I Yeah, I totally feel that way. And it it really will, like, whether or not I think of this as a fun series is going to come down to how it ends. Uh, they usually do. Right. They usually do. With they these usually modern stick to landing. Games. Mm-hmm. Well, th- th- I was, is there a single one that was not good? Uh, I mean, like New Tales from the Borderlands. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's that one. Um, I think the first, really, the first arc of Minecraft Story Mode is is fairly, maybe a little weak. Um, Pretty standard. Yeah, second arc is good though. So I, yeah, I would, I liked it. Say good altogether. That would have been the closest. Yeah. Oh yeah, and this, like I said before they do bring up throwing your choices back at you both at the beginning and at the end like uh uh what's his face i already forgot his name the traitor royland, royland. is his name just yeah he starts <laughs> right uh he starts bringing up things you've done and like bad choices you've made yeah uh, but a lot he of brought it up, feel he brought like up kissing the ring i i, I Oh, well, yeah, you kissed the ring. That's on you, bud. That's your thing. <laughs> yeah, I just had to sit there and be like, shit, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that was very I already get enough about... <laughs> I get enough shit from this about from my podcast co-host. <laughs> Don't give me more of it, Roderick. Yeah, maybe I'll betray you. Who's to say? <laughs> That's true. I hope you stab me in the chest. Oh, Dustin, before we go, we have, uh, we have Neo Telltale News this week. Oh, right. I totally forgot. Yeah. So uh, we got a confirmation from Neo Telltale that episode one of The Expanse is actually uh, dated now. It's going to be launching on July 27th. So that's about two months from now for PS4, PS5, Xbox uh, Series and One and PC. uh, all, All the main consoles that aren't Switch. And uh, yeah, July 27th. And every two weeks after that, there's going to be a new episode um, for for a total of five episodes. So it'll it's be... It's going to be an interesting time for the podcast. Yeah, I guess we'll just like bounce back and forth. We'll cover two games at once and we'll just bounce back and forth alternating. I hope that doesn't kill me. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be fun. I hope that's fun. It's, it's, not like we're, it's not like we're cramming two games in... Like in the same week. No, it's the opposite I, I think... cramming. We're, we're like drawing out something that only takes... Uh, probably like 10 hours over a period of uh, two months. <laughs> so right. I, I hope it doesn't uh, negatively affect the other game that we're playing at the time, but I think it'll be fine. Uh, I mean, that's it'll how people played Telltale games when they came out normally, and it's how we're going to be playing The Expanse. So we are I getting ready for that. Meanwhile, yeah. though, uh, there was other news from the developer of The Expanse, Deck Nine, um oh right that uh there was a massive layoff many of the deck nine developers were laid off and it feels like it might have uh scheduling it, it's it might be more than a coincidence that the fact that uh the expanse is now done and there's people getting laid off or it's not right. now done they've they're certainly going to work on the game for the next two months but um it's getting closer to release 
that is yeah. a bad feeling. And I definitely understand anyone listening to this podcast having feelings about, you know, supporting a game that just did that. Uh, we've, we've definitely right. aligned ourselves with covering it for the sake of this podcast, but we want to, um, you know, I work in this industry. I work in the games industry. It matters to me when people get laid off. So uh, let's, let's keep an eye out there. And if anyone has any uh, job opportunities for deck nine people, let's get them in conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many people listen to this podcast that can like offer that sort of thing, but it would be great if anyone's got an in somewhere that would uh, be able to take in some more people after um, one of many of the industry's layoffs just happening one after the other after the other. It is a tough time to get hired in the video game industry right now. So definitely. Yeah. So that's a bummer, uh, but we will be playing The Expanse. And, uh, and, and yeah, that's, that's been our show. Summer? Yeah, summer. 